So agenda for today, I'm gonna do a little intro. I'm not gonna make it a ton, two, three minutes about myself. This isn't about me, this is about two things, how to source as many leads as you want and how to do as many deals as you want to. But my specialty is off-market real estate. I've been doing that since really 2018. I started out, got my license, aided that, and uh, I've gone on to do a couple hundred deals since 2018 across different asset classes, all off-market. I've never bought in a deal on market never done a deal on market. And so everything I'm gonna be talking about today is designed specifically for creating as much deal flow as possible, fully off market. People don't fail at real estate because they suck. They fail because there's too many ways to succeed. That's why I suggest you focus on the most important skill in all of real estate, which is finding deals. I'm Colbert Johnson, and in this podcast, I share the exact steps I've used to source 400 deals by age 24. This will allow you to do three things, control your deal flow, make unlimited income, and build your empire as an off-market operator. Okay, I, I can't tell the amount of time, the amount of DMs I get from real estate investors, real estate agents, um, and people in this space that we all are in, which is a small community saying, hey Cole, I've turned on cold calling, it's two months and I haven't gotten a deal. Your guys' lead to contract and marketing. So when you put out a marketing piece, whether that's a mailer, a cold call, digital ads, whatever, from the time you get a lead, and what an opt-in lead is someone says, yes, they want to sell, and then to me, it's the next six months. If they say, yes, I want to sell in the next six months, that's a lead. If they say, oh, I might want to sell in the next three years, that's not a lead. So if they want to sell in the next six months and they are a lead, it's going to, on average, 90 to 120 days until you have a contract signed matter what you are doing. So you guys have to understand when you're building these marketing funnels out, you're always 90 to 180 days in advance in your pipeline. So if you start spending today, I don't want to get a DM from you next month saying, hey, cool, I spent, I maxed out my credit card to send out postcards and two weeks later, I haven't gotten a deal. I don't want to hear that because it's 90 to, sorry, it's 90 to 180 days and sometimes longer. We've done a lot of deals where it's a year, two years, three years of nurturement, which I'm going to talk about later, how to properly nurture off-market leads, but that's the reality of it. And most agents, investors are just lazy. You guys don't want to do the work. And the reality is you're, you're 100, 200 calls, follow-up calls away from usually 50, 100, $200,000 check, but you don't want to do it, which is fine. I'm lazy too, to be honest. That's why I got so good at hiring and delegating and things of that nature. Um, so on that point, you guys, moving past video postcard, uh, moving past understanding marketing returns, you should get a three to four X return in real estate marketing if you're doing everything the right way. Okay, let's talk lead intake. We've talked marketing channels, you guys. Um, it's not rocket science. None of this is rocket science, but I, I want to I want to get through this stuff because I want to spend a lot of time on hiring and building a company and delegating and things of that nature. So, um, lead intake, you guys, in, in this business, if if you start spending money on ads or any kind of ads, any kinds of media, and if you own a business and you're not spending money on ads, you don't have a business. Um, I see people asking, yes, this is going to be recording. You guys will all get this these recordings. Um, but if, if you are spending any money, if you have owned a business, you're not spending money on ads, you don't have a business. Um, organic is awesome. Referrals are awesome if you're an agent, but if you want to build a business, you have to have a reliable source of paid media. Okay. Paid client, not paid media, paid client acquisition. Um, and if you do, number one mistake I see investors make is they don't have, a, which is a very basic concept, speed to lead. Then I'll give you an example. I have a one-on-one program where I work with people one-on-one once a week. Um, just us two on a Zoom call. And I had a guy in this, in the, get on a call with me, who hired a cold caller. And he said, hey, Cole, I just can't figure out how to close these leads. And I, so I said, okay, let's dive in, man. And we dove in and he had, he had a lead that came in on a Thursday. I was talking to him on a Friday. Lead that came in on a Thursday. 
And I looked at the notes. It was a guy that recently went through a divorce and was like ready to sell now. The notes from the cold caller said like, I'm ready to freaking sell this and offload this house right now. And the next day when I talked to him, we went through these notes and we, we, we found that conversation. We found those notes. And I said, I bet you if you call this guy right now, he's already sold the property. And this is 36 hours later. And he gets him on the phone. The guy says, I appreciate your offer, but I sold that property last night. Because the reality is, once you spark someone's interest, they're going to go online, they're going to submit forms to other companies, they're going to have multiple conversations, whatever kind of asset they're selling. So you have to focus really, really, really in depth on making sure you guys have speed delete. It should be 30 minutes to an hour. And if it's not, it should definitely be same day. If you're paying for leads, if you're a broker, if you're an investor, whatever it is, if you're paying for leads and you do not get uh, on the phone with that lead in 30 to 60 minutes, you're a lot of times you're wasting money because people, people, they don't make decisions quickly all the time, but usually they're able to tell if you're a good business owner or not based on follow-up. If someone called me about my car, said, hey, Cole, do you want to sell your car? And I said, yeah, sure, make me an offer. And I didn't hear from them for three days. I'm not going to take that company seriously again. And you have to think of yourself like a business. Even if you're a one-man show, think of yourself like a business and put yourself in the shoes of your seller. That's really all a sales is in this business. Okay. So, um, the, the main thing you got, but after we didn't take you guys is just ruthless follow-up. And in the free course I send you, I've made hours upon hours upon hours. You guys are all going to get of sales tips and trainings, nuances. But the reality is most of what sales is, is a ruthless follow-up. A lot of times, you guys, the way we've trained our sales team over the years is you need to make three, four, five, or six touch points a day. We call it the six times six blitz. Where once a lead comes in the door, they need to be touched six times a day for six days straight to give ourselves the best chance. And a touch point is a text message, it's a phone call, it's a voicemail, it's an email. So a mix of those four, six touch points a day for six days, that's our gold standard to get someone back on the phone and really start building a relationship with them and building our pipeline. Calling someone once a week or twice a week or once a month or every other month that is in your pipeline, you don't, that, you don't, you don't own that lead, that is not part of your pipeline. So if you're paying for lead flow, if you're paying for marketing, and you're getting leads in the door, you're spending money on that, for whatever asset class you're chasing down and you're not spending time mastering the follow-up and understanding that you need to do the work, it doesn't matter. So don't spend money on marketing if you're not going to do the follow-up calls. Just just don't. Um, okay. So we've gotten through a lot, guys. I know I talk quick. Again, this is all recorded, so you're going to get recordings. Um, I really want to talk about building your team, making your first few hires. Because most of you guys right now, you're doing so much work that you should just not be doing. The reality is, that if you are making $50,000 or more per year from your, from your real estate business, from whatever you are doing, you can already afford to start hiring people overseas to come in and take a lot of the work off your plate. People have a misconception also of people overseas and um, what that looks like. And these people, they're usually very educated. They usually speak very good English and they usually have a lot of experience working remote. And uh, delegation and, and uh, building organization is a muscle you have to build. No one wakes up and they make their first hire and it goes well. But no matter what you guys are doing, you are truly one hire away from literally changing your life and making your business enjoyable, right? Because a lot of you guys, you just have busyness right now. You're just busy. You're going to a coffee shop. You're posting on Facebook. You're, you're cold calling here and there. You, you have, you have, there's no system. There's no process. It's just you running around with your head on fire. And somehow you, you get another check. The next check keeps coming. And you keep doing the same thing over and over again. But it's reinforcing the wrong thing, right? Like I, I, work, I was working on my golf swing with my instructor this week. And the same thing. He's like, you can probably sw continue to swing this way and play okay golf, but you're reinforcing the wrong swing. So every time you hit a good golf uh, golf ball and you get happy, you're reinforcing a bad technique. 
And most of you guys, you're reinforcing that technique and you're building a prison for yourself because you have an ego around being busy and hustling, okay? If you are building a business and you have the resources to hire, it is my opinion, if you live in the United States of America, you are being an irresponsible business owner because you now have a job and the resources to give that job to someone else. And they will usually do it much better than you because take and, and take and write this down. Someone, so let's say right now you're, you're in a, you, you fix and flip houses, you drive all your job sites, you do your marketing, you call the sellers, you do the fall up, you do everything. Someone coming in and doing one of those roles, for example, sales every single day at 60% of your capacity, because they're probably not going to be as good at you at first. But if they do it even 60% of the capacity that you do it, but they do it every single day, that's much better than you doing it for two hours on Monday and two hours on Fridays while you're stressed, while you're tired, while you're taking the kids to school, while you have a million other things going on. So someone doing what you already do at 70% of how good you do it, but they do it every single day is a much better option than you continuing to do that every single day. So I'm going to talk about a concept called the delegation ladder. And this is how I built all my companies. The first part of that is this is admin. So um, we have to fill out admin tasks. Then we go to fulfillment. Then we go to marketing then sales and leadership. I'm going to talk through each one. So let's say I'm new into sourcing my own deals. And I just listened to Cole's, Cole's webinar and he's talking about skip trace that, data this. He's talking about setting up marketing campaigns. He's talking about all this crap that I just do not understand. The first thing that I would want you to do once you, once you get a deal or two in the door is go make your first hire through a company like Upwork.com. Go hire a 4 or $5 an hour virtual assistant to have them do all the admin work. Admin work is repeatable work that's not client-facing that doesn't have direct impact on revenue because pulling a list, skip tracing list, isn't direct revenue impact. Okay, but you can hand that off very quickly. And let's talk about handing work off. You can hand a task off with a Loom video and a Lily, you, you, here's, here's a quick strategy. You record it in a Loom video, yourself doing it. You put it in a Google Drive, in a Dropbox, in Notion, whatever platform you use. You record yourself doing that task. You write out a process. You do it live with them one time. You hand it to them to do. And then you give them two other things, a trigger and a definition of done. So once you hand someone a task, you hire off Upwork, give them a trigger. So how they know to do that task is that they do it every single Monday. If it's pulling list, do they do it every single month on the first of the month? What triggers them to do that task? And then what's the definition of done? How do they know they're done? And what do they do when they're done? Do they tell you, do they send you a Slack message, send you an email? And that'll eliminate all the micromanaging you need. So that's admin. Fulfillment, that's things like transaction coordination. That's things like paperwork. That's things um, that are that are back-end um, fulfillment-related activities um, and whatever business you're building. And that's the second thing you want to, you can usually still get that to overseas talent. Then you have marketing. Marketing is cold calling. Marketing is uh, digital media. For most of you guys, you can get that off your plate right away. Um, by literally just hiring an agency for digital media or for marketing. I don't recommend you guys doing your own marketing at first, um, if you're depending on what you're focused on. If you're focused on building a portfolio and doing big deals, a lot of times you can hire out the marketing if you have the resources. Then you have sales. That's the last thing you ever want to hire for. So many investors, they go like, oh, I don't like being on the phone. I'm going to go hire a salesperson to close my deals. But they don't have enough lead flow. That salesperson is going to churn. And every single month, they're going to have a new salesperson. And they're never going to have someone work for them long enough to actually get their feet under them and figure it out. So again, talk about leads. Under leads is conversion. Underneath conversion is operations. So conversion is um, is the sales part of your business. And I we always house hire salespersons last. For example, one of my companies, um, my, my call center, uh, it's, a, it's a very big business. And until we're at multiple 
millions of dollars per year in recurring revenue, you didn't go out and build a sales team because we didn't have enough leads. And so you got to think in generalists and specialists. There's three phases a company goes through. It goes through a startup, goes through a scale up, and it goes through really self-preservation. Okay, so in a, in a startup phase, you're hustling, you're running around with your hair on fire, you're doing everything. Um, in a scale up phase, you're starting to build systems, build people, build infrastructure. Okay, then after the scale phase, and you get the preservation, which is preserving assets and, and protection, attorneys, all that kind of boring stuff. Um, but you guys have to understand if you're in a in, in a phase of your business where you don't have leads coming in every single day, you don't have your paid um, lead acquisition, your client acquisition strategy, you can't build a sales team. Um, so we have to we have to treat this ladder like almost like a bible in our business. And if you do that, if you fill the admin seats with, with overseas talent five dollars an hour, then you fill the um, the um, fulfillment seats, then you then hire out your marketing, then you go hire out a salesperson once your marketing numbers are hit, then you can move up to a leadership seat where your job is really to own a business. And that still means you're involved, you guys. This, is, this isn't a, a magical, you're sitting on a beach shipping mimosa, that doesn't exist. The wealthiest guys I know, you guys, they're still bringing the energy, driving vision and evolving their companies. If you are on this webinar hoping for a get rich thing where you ride off into the sunset and uh, you never have to worry about money again, that's not what I teach um, at all. I don't believe in that. I believe if you, if you have the ambition to build the business to a point where you're in the leadership seat, leadership seat you're not going to ever really um, let that go because it's it's a game at that point. So those are the blocks, guys. Those those are the building blocks. I want you guys to understand and take from this when, you, when it comes to building your team. And the biggest thing of that is so many of you guys would benefit from an overseas hire. Okay, that can literally be, you could have it done in two days from now. If you went on tonight and you put out a job out on Upwork, it takes five minutes. Um, We'll add to the free course all of our hiring and onboarding tools. You create onboarding, which is literally just write down everything you do every single day, what you can hand off that's admin related, create the process I just said with a Loom video, the trigger with the definition of done and train it on them one time, have them report to you once per week, meet with them once per week. And you guys can get probably 80% of the work you guys are all doing, you can probably get done right away with an overseas ex executive assistant hire. Okay, calendar, scheduling, bills, um, miscellaneous crap, um, payroll, if you have payroll, uh, marketing, list pulling, organizing your CRM, tracking your KPIs, all of these things, you guys, you can probably hand off by the end of this week if you, if you, if you took a swing at it. But you have to take swings because, again, delegation is a muscle and something you have to practice day in and day out. So, you guys, we're about uh, three-quarters of the way through this. I'm going to, before we get into Q&A, and a lot of the best nuggets usually come from Q&A, I am going to talk about um, a, a little bit here about um, uh, as, as you grow in an organization, how to, how to build a business that's not built on micromanaging. Because if you guys want to build a business, it's going to come down to hiring. And the two things that I've seen um, to help you stay away from, from micromanaging is one, data, and then two, uh, measuring against that data. It's simple. So if you guys own a business and, you, and I cannot ask you right now every number in your business, so you cannot pull it up for me, you don't own a business. Because you're guessing, you're making future decision based on based on a, uh, an assumption. So, for example, if you asked me, "Hey, Cole, what are the what are the numbers of one of your companies?" I'm going to be able to pull up a, a chart and show you everything: how many leads we get, what's our cost per lead, well, how many days does our lead take to close, how many days does the lead take for our sales team to talk to them. Everything is tracked because I want to make decisions as a business owner off data, and then when I make a hire, I want to have data to coach them. If you hire someone and you wake up one day frustrated like a lot of people do, and you get frustrated with them for no reason. You don't have data. You don't really know if they're doing their job well or not. But if you have the data, 
and you hire someone to do all your admin work and they're doing your data and skip tracing. And on the first of each, each month, you're giving them a trigger and a definition of done. And then it's the second of the month and you're and that task isn't done. Now you can go to them and say, hey, this was not done. And you can pivot and adjust in a responsible way. And that's how you be. that's how you become a good leader. Because good leaders do not micromanage. And if you guys want to build, you know, millions and millions and millions of dollars, maybe you're in business and build real wealth and build a real business and and truly be, you know, have a life where it's your business serves your life and not the other way around. The number one thing you have to focus on is becoming a leader. Your clients want to work with a leader if you have clients. There's a sorry guys, there's a jet flying above me right now too by a military base. But if you guys are um you guys want to build a business and you want to, you know, get out of the hamster wheel of always chasing down the next deal. It's something that you absolutely 100% have to work on day in, day out. Um, and, th- and that's the wrap there, guys. Uh, before we get into questions, a couple of things to highlight again. You're going to get a free course to your email. Um, you are going to get, once this webinar ends, you guys, you're going to get redirected um, to a massive, massive, massive um, thing we built out for you guys. Where you guys can book a strategy call. I'll key, our team will walk you through a free strategy call if you guys need more assistance. But the free course has so much um, there's, there's a lot I have out there on my YouTube, on my podcast, uh, a lot of going into the nuance of what I talk about here. And uh, I'm really excited to see what questions you guys have and so you guys build uh, your, your off-market real estate machines and do as many deals as you want. So if you guys have questions, uh, drop them in the, the chat. I'm going to scroll through these right now where you guys do and answer ones that were previously asked um, right now. So if you guys do have questions that you're hanging out here, go ahead and, and throw them down. Tips for vacant land off-market acquisition. It's it's honestly the same thing, James. Um, if you're doing vacant land acquisition, you want to treat it like single family, right? The, the underwriting is is a little different in the sense of you're underwriting, not, you're, you're not underwriting, you don't have like an exact formula for really like, my our underwriting thing on vacant land has always been what we want to find recently built homes, um, newly built homes in that area that, that fit that lot size, find out what kind of work's been done for that lot. On the marketing side, um, you can pull vacant land lists, um, from resources like ListSource and PropStream, it's the same exact marketing funnel. Um, there's no real like tip or trick to it. And usually you can actually generate more leads through vacant land. Um, what CRM do you use and how do you have it integrated with sequential marketing management? Great question. That's a pretty in, that's a pretty nuanced question. So we we use Podio. We have a very built out version of Podio that's tens of thousands of dollars into it at this point. Um, we we do all of our marketing management out of a software called reisift.com, reisift.com. That's where we do all of our marketing management out of that tracks our marketing cycles and things of that nature. I'm on my first Upwork hire. How does how much does Accent play into this? Accent doesn't really matter if they're not client-facing, if they're not cold calling for you, if they're not talking to clients, doing transaction work for you, and they are simply doing admin work for you. As long as you can understand them, they can type okay. You can. We've had, we have people that were, have worked for us uh, for four or five years now on the admin side that don't speak great English at all. A lot of times aren't even very conversational, but they can type it fine and they're good at their job. Um, so if they're not client facing, you should be fine. How much is it for the off-market upgrade academy? Um, depends. Depends on what your business looks like. Depends on what you need. I don't, again, I don't want to spend time here or telling you guys anything. I want to focus on, on getting questions answered. Uh, I've fumbled 90% of leads due to lack of confidence in presenting my offer. Because I struggle to have consistent leads come in, I'm so nervous to lose them. Is it common to have most offers? Yeah, you guys are going to, and that's the misunderstanding about sales, is you guys are going to have 95, 90, 99%. If you guys got to think, if you call 100 sellers in a day and you made them all an offer and 99 reject you and just one accepts your offer, 
that could be $50,000 check or for a lot of you guys, a lot more money. So the thing is like every single no is getting you way closer to yes. And so, it, and a lot of that's just built over time. You kind of build a callus to getting told F off or you're getting by, by sellers, but you should, Logan, the reality is not fumbling leads because honestly, no dollar is wasted if you're building the skills. And it sounds like you are on the phone, man. So I wouldn't worry about like not being perfect on the call. And I, I just take the pressure off yourself. Say, if I don't do a deal for the next year, awesome. Um, but I'm going to call my leads every day. I'm going to keep getting better. And guess what? You're getting, it's going to, it's going to work out. You're going to do deals. Do you make offers on all leads, even the non-motivated? What's your process for managing? No, we don't make offers on all leads at all. Uh, we don't make offers to anyone if they're not actually, they don't meet our uh, motivation criteria. So what we do, you guys, is we, we never pre-underwrite a home. So if a lead comes into our system in any asset class, we're not pre-underwriting that property. We're getting on the phone with them and our lead management lead intake process, which I'll do another webinar class on later. And we go, we deep dive with them on what their situation is. Um, and they actually have motivation and, and getting to know them because we, we don't want to have a lead come in and just be making offers. It doesn't work. I bought real estate value at around 20 million right now. I have only a direct marketer of purchasing personally, you know, machine for generally just driving and cold call and looking to incorporate flipping mobile family. Mobile. What's my first hire striker and what system do we recommend a building around? That is a complicated question. Striker, why don't you find me on Instagram, Colver Johnson, shoot me a DM and I will chat with you there and help you answer that question because that's that's a pretty nuanced question there. Can you go over the admin task you would offload to VA again? Absolutely, Brennan. I would start with first anything that um, that comes to mind for you. And you're a good exercise is is write track your day in 30 minute increments for two weeks and you'll see what admin tasks you're doing. But in a real estate business, I like to start with all baseline like CRM maintenance, KPI tracking. I like to start with uh, data, list pulling, um, uh, system cleanup, random tasks, random projects, research projects, anything that um, is is draining your energy on an admin level. Okay. Can you do a break quick down? Can you do a quick breakdown task you can delegate to overseas hires? I just did that, Mitchell, um, too. How many cold caller VAs or calling hours a week do you think you need to get about one, if you want one deal a month from cold calling, you need one to three leads per day. Okay, that's normally a full eight-hour calling day. And if the cold caller is good, they call eight hours a day. You'll get one to three a day. You'll get anywhere from 30 to 40 leads per month. And some markets, that's enough. If you're in like, for example, if you're in Seattle, you probably need double that. You're probably going to be 60 to 80 leads to a contract and, and residential and probably a slightly less in commercial. Uh, but it is a volume thing. So you want to make sure you have enough leads in the door. Um, regarding the three predictive data sets you mentioned, I caught two of them, Audantic and Reallyflow. The third one, Randy, was Prospect Now, prospectnow.com. You use VAs to schedule photos for the properties. For us, photo scheduling has always been on TC's shoulder, our transaction coordination team. But again, I know people that have TC's that are overseas. So you can absolutely have a virtual admin person schedule your walkthroughs, schedule pictures, talk to buyers, talk to sellers. Um, you can have them do anything. It's just up to you how far you want to push them based on their, their English speaking ability. Um, yep. Dylan got that answered. Do you use VAs driving for dollars using Google? Nope, Brad, we don't do VA driving for dollars. Um, Google maps is so funky. I, I don't like that very much. Um, what else do we have here? Zach, if you, um, kind of the test is this, if there's a Chick-fil-A where you live, you have a big enough market to, um, to start marketing in your backyard. That's kind of the test, but I recommend everyone start in their backyard. A lot of people should stay in their backyard. You can do five, $10 million a year and no one even know who you are really, because there's so much opportunity out there in every single market. Uh, 
Are you with Foursquare Real Estate? I am not with Foursquare Real Estate. Uh, do you do any Facebook ads? Uh, I do not do any Facebook ads. Um, we have done in the past. I don't love it for off-market real estate. Uh, for buyers, though, we've used Facebook ads to attract buyers for our deals for sure. Can you touch on building out the Dispo arm? Striker, uh, again, man, shoot me a DM on Instagram. That's a more nuanced question. Okay, we'll do two more, you guys. One to, one to bring on REI, SIF type expense. Connor, send me a DM on Instagram, man. Um, Striker, there you go, man. You got four Chick-fil-A's. If I didn't want to build a lead generation machine by myself, can you build one for us? Yes, Joshua, we do that all the time for people. Um, I put the link, I think, already up on the screen. But after this, you guys will get redirected if you want to talk to my team more about that. You guys need more hand-holding. Um, James, for Easy Button Leads, I'm not going to go into price right now, but you can book a strategy call on easybuttonleads.com. Um, Brad, same thing. You, you can book a strategy call there. Too. Cool, guys, we'll wrap up. Announcement. First off, I want to shout out Jan, the man. Um, he was, he put this on with me, um, put a lot of effort into marketing to you guys. So you guys could, uh, hear about it and jump on my team, Blake, MJ, Van, uh, David, Josh, everyone that's helped out, um, with setting this up. Appreciate you guys. And again, if you guys need help with anything on the cold calling side, you can go to easybuttonleads.com. Um, you can, if you need help with a real estate business, you go to offmarketoperator.com. Um, and, but a lot of the stuff's out there for free. You guys, if you guys go to my YouTube, you can get like an MBA in real estate off-market acquisitions in a couple of days just by going through uh, through my YouTube and my podcast and stuff. So appreciate you guys all for jumping on. Um, you guys can DM me on Instagram at any time. Um, that's at Colbert Johnson. That's where I'm the most responsive. If you need anything at all, I'm very responsive. I, I, I talked to a lot of you guys already on the phone and texts, and I want to see you guys all crushing deals because there's a lot of deals and there is not enough people out there sourcing deals. That's just the reality of it. This is such a big pond that we plan. And there's, there's so much out there for you guys. So I'm going to end this webinar, you guys. If you stay on, it'll redirect you um, if you want to learn more about what we do. But you guys are going to get an email from us with everything we talked about. Appreciate everyone.